This is Pilgrim Walk, where we discuss what it is to be holy in an unholy world. Pilgrim Walk is a ministry of Grace Covenant Ministries right here in sunny Central Florida. Hello everyone, this is Rob Pineda with Pilgrim Walk. I hope you are doing well today. Uh, I've had a little cold here and uh, struggling with that, but you know, other than that, I'm doing okay. Just, uh, you know, I mean, it could be so much worse. People are are really going through a lot right now in the world uh, with COVID and then of course all the international issues, people fleeing for their lives. Uh, folks, you really need to pray for the people of Afghanistan. This is just an awful situation. There doesn't seem to be any resolution to this. Uh, it, it was really, it's just a, a debacle from the very beginning and it's not going well. We have people literally in fear of their lives. The Taliban are um, a terrorist organization. Now they have a whole country and a bunch of military equipment at their disposal. So please pray uh, for the people of Afghanistan Pray for not just the uh, Americans that are stuck there, but for the Afghan people that just want to live peaceful lives, and they're not getting that opportunity. Well, today we're going to talk about something that, uh, well, is important, and unfortunately, a lot of people don't give it too much consideration. It's the issue of our tongue. Basically, the question is this. Is it a sin if we use curse words? Is it sinful? I mean, obviously, curse words have changed over time. I mean, you can logically think about that. But is it a sin to use just – it's just a word, right? Well, I'm going to give you the short answer and give an explanation. The short answer is yes, it is. Now, look, this is something that uh, we, we all fall victim to from time to time in our lives. Um, for those of us that are military and uh, military veterans and those involved in law enforcement in different types of high-stress jobs, cursing, unfortunately, becomes a norm. It becomes part of the speech pattern, unfortunately, and it's because we're trying to deal with the stress, and so we will use words um, as a way to release some pressure. However, as believers, we are called to something different. We're not supposed to be like everybody else. We're supposed to be living for God. We talk about that word holy all the time, and, and we're set apart. We're set apart from the world and for Christ. So is there a verse or verses that I can pull out that discuss cursing? Well, there are, there are a few. And I'm going to give you, now this is not um, an exhaustive list, but just to give you an idea, I'm going to go ahead and uh, give them to you. The first one I'm going to go to is James chapter 3, verses 9 through 12. It says, and it's talking about our tongue, with it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening both fresh and salt water? 
on that ending verse there is a question. And the answer, of course, is no. So we are to bless others and bless God with our tongue, with our mouth. And unfortunately, we also use that same mouth to curse others. Another verse um, is going to be 1 Peter 3.10. Whoever desires to love life and see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. So this is really a twofold type of thing. Um, we're seeing speaking deceit, so, so lies, for example. But doesn't the same concept uh, come to, don't, can't we come to the same conclusion, though, to keep our tongue from evil in what we're speaking? And finally, I'm going to pull out Ephesians chapter 4, verse 29. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up, as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. Bottom line is we are different. And just like that James uh, chapter 3 verse was talking about, you know, we, we've been made in God's likeness, so have others, and we're using our tongue to curse them. And using curse words is cursing someone. Sometimes we say curse words as an outlet. We're not really directing it towards anyone, but that really doesn't seem to fit you know, with being it being okay, because we're not building up with that type of language. We're actually tearing down. We're supposed to be different, ladies and gentlemen. And cursing is one of those things that have become mainstream, not only on regular TV. I mean, some of the words on regular TV that you can hear on the major networks, I mean, you would have never heard 20 years ago. It's changed a lot, hasn't it? Here's where it really gets surprising. There are churches where the pastors regularly use cursing language. It's just part of their, their, their sermon. They actually use cursing language because they think it makes a bigger impact. Well, you know, the problem with that is we're seeing what's in someone's heart. And do we really want our pastor to be using cursing language just to to be trendy, because that's really what it amounts to. They're trying to be what they consider relevant, and, 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 and it's a bunch of nonsense, but that's what they're trying to do. Look at Luke chapter 6, verse 45. It says, the good person, out of the good treasure of his heart, produces good. And the evil person, out of his evil treasure, produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. What's coming out of our mouths? As believers in Christ, what kind of language are we using? Now, folks, I am not going to lie to you and tell you that I never have used a curse word in my life. That is really far from the truth, unfortunately. It is something I have to watch. For some of you, it may only happen during certain stressful times, like maybe driving. You're driving on – here we have a, a road here in central Florida, I-4. It's one of the more dangerous roads in the country. And the way people drive, it's maddening. Well, someone cuts you off. What do you do? Do we curse him or do we bless him? Do we use curse words or is there an alternative? Unfortunately, many times we will go ahead and curse them. We will use curse words. 
Folks, as Christians, if we're trying to move further and further in sanctification, our speech, our speech, the words we use do play a part in our walk in holiness. Now, I understand that sometimes we, some people have grown up perhaps in an environment where cursing is just, it's part of what they heard growing up. And it's become a habit. It, they don't even think about it. They'll say words, not even think about it. I understand that. But regardless of where we've come from or regardless of where we've been, if you've been in the military or another stressful job, uh, or it was just your old life, and it's one of those things that sort of kind of hangs on to you. Remember 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. This does not mean you're perfect. It doesn't mean you're going to fall in sin. But it does mean you are different. So our past does not determine the type of walk we're going to have with God. At least it shouldn't. We can go right to God, ask for forgiveness, right? Like in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Curse words show a lot of filth, and it's filth that's in our heart. Now, some people might argue with me on that and want to debate it and say, well, I don't know. I don't agree with that. You know, that's fine. You don't have to. Uh, for me, uh, I look and go right into Ephesians 4.29, and that's what we read at the very beginning. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths. Is it corrupting to curse? Yes, of course it's corrupting. Uh, it continues on, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. When we curse, are we giving grace to those who hear? Now, maybe you say, yeah, but I'm just alone. I'm not talking about directing it towards a person. I'm just saying it because it's it's my way of dealing with you know a stressful situation. The problem is the end of, of 429 there in Ephesians, that it may give grace to those who hear. You hear it as well. It's corrupting for you. So what we have to do is we have to look in our lives and see what areas of our life is is causing us to hear these words over and over again that maybe is causing us to use them. Well, obviously, you know, the last few weeks we've talked about a few things, right? We've talked about um, music. We talked about uh, TV and the movies um, and, and how those things have a big influence in our lives. Well, what are you listening to? You know, this really all ties in. Every episode of Pilgrim Walk that we do, these different topics are all intertwined with one another. You can't separate them. They all play a part together. So if you're listening to music and there's cursing in it, well, you're allowing that into your mind. Yeah, you're going to repeat it at some point. And maybe you're just repeating it in your mind. Eventually, it's going to come out of your mouth. If you're watching TV uh, shows and movies where cursing is just – it's every other word or it's really foul language all the time and, and the way that they're speaking, yeah, that, that's, in getting in, that's getting ingrained in your mind. Folks, this is – what I'm going to say is going to be very difficult, but we have to cut those things out. When we talked about TV and the movies, sure, we talked a lot about how things could be very um, 
sexually tempting with the type of visual imagery that's uh, portrayed in, in many shows and movies nowadays. But it's not just the imagery. It's the language. It's the language. What kind of language are you using, and does it bring glory to Christ? And we need to bring it all back down to that. Is what we're doing bringing glory to Christ? The language you're using, is it bringing glory to God, or is it bringing shame to Christianity? You may say, well, it's not a big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal because you're different. You are not like the rest of the world. If you're a Christian, you are not like the rest of the world. Now, maybe you say, I've been trying to cut it out. I've been trying to limit it. I'm struggling with it. I'm fighting with this all the time. It's like before I realize it, words are coming out of my mouth and I feel bad. Okay. Hey, guess what? We all struggle with different sin in our lives at different times of our life. It takes work. It does take work. Now, you're not saved by your works, of course. If you're a believer and you seem to have a problem with your foul language at times, that does not mean you're not saved. I need to make that very clear, folks. It doesn't mean you're not saved because you have a filthy mouth. There's people in history we can look at that have had filthy mouths. One of the great – actually, probably one of – probably the great reformer would actually be Martin Luther. And when you read through some of his writings, he had some crass mouth. I mean uh, he had cursing you know, involved in a lot of his writings. Um, he used language that was crass. Um, it wasn't uplifting. But was he not saved? No, the man was saved. The man just struggled with that particular area of his life. And maybe you are the same way. Maybe you're struggling. So what can we do about it? If we have a problem with a foul mouth, what can we tangibly do? I mean, isn't that really the real question? I mean, we say, oh, I pray about it. Well, are we really praying about it, though? Are we just saying, God, help me not to curse? Or are we pleading with God, God, I, I do not want to you know, put a black eye on your name. You know, I, I want to honor you in everything I do, in what I, where I go, what I see, what I say. Sometimes we need to be honest with ourselves and other people around us, friends, family, people we trust. Say, so I had a problem with cursing. I don't want to do it anymore. Can you help hold me accountable? But on, honestly and, and, and foundationally, we need to focus on Christ, bringing glory to him. Keep that on the forefront of your mind, even in stressful situations. It's better to yell out a grr, you know, or, or a yell, you know. I mean, if, who cares what you sound like, whether you sound like the old Tarzan movies or Chewbacca, whatever. It's better than saying curse words. We can have frustration. God knows that we're going to have that. But we can have frustration. We can be angry. We can be stressed out and not sin. And isn't that what we really want to do, uh, folks, in our lives? We want to not sin with what we're doing. Folks, I hope that uh, you'll take this to heart. I do hope uh, you can play back this and, and get those verses and, and look at it for yourself. Uh, I would encourage you, uh, talk to your pastor if this is something that uh, is troubling to you. And folks, remember this, though. When we sin, if we go to Christ, he is faithful and just to forgive us. 
And if you are saved, your sins, all of your sins are forgiven you. We can live in victory in Jesus. Have a great rest of your week. I do hope and pray you'll join me next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pilgrim Walk. For more information, go to our site at www.gracecm.org.